Hello everyone, Josh here, welcoming you to another episode of Now We're Talking. I want to introduce today's guest right away. Terry Reavy is a ghost hunter who's been all over the world seeking out spectres and unraveling wraiths, but today she is here in the studio and ready to share some of her spooky stories. Terry, welcome. Thank you for having me, Josh. So, so first of all, how does one become a ghost hunter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, first of all, I prefer the term paranormal investigator, but, you oh, know, sorry. it's all right. It's all right. But, um, yeah, no, I've, I've been into it for a while. I've, you know, it started when I was younger. I saw this Ghost Adventures documentary that was about ghost hunting. Mm-hmm. And then I just saw all these other documentaries like Ghostbusters, Casper, Paranormal Activity 2, Ghost, well, Sixth Sense. Uh, so a the mix, trailer a, a for The Conjuring, of, a mix of documentaries and fictional films. No, uh, no, those are those are all documentaries. Many of them Beetle aren't. Juice. No, I'm pretty sure. I mean, do my you, dad said that, huh? Terry, do you understand what a documentary is? Uh, absolutely. I feel like you're being a little bit condescending right now. I'm trying. But... I'm trying not to be. <laughs> if I could just get you to tell me what you think a documentary is. Oh, you want me to like give you a definition? Yeah. Um. It's that thing of when you're, it's like a movie and it's mm-hmm. true events yeah. in it. See, that's, that's where I think you've gotten a little confused because um, Ghostbusters, for example, not true events, I'm afraid. I just feel like everyone that died in New York from that horrible marshmallow man would be so offended right now. Well, I, I imagine they would be ha- had it happened. I mean, it's probably good news for you to learn that it didn't happen. I'm going to go ahead and say let's just agree to disagree. Okay, so you were influenced by uh, films. I was, I was. So did you decide that you wanted to become a, uh, what did you say, paranormal investigator? Um, yeah, I didn't necessarily, I wasn't doing it um, as my main job. I was just kind of doing it as a side thing. I started about six months ago. So before you became a paranormal investigator, had you had any experience with ghosts at all? Is ghosts the right term? It is, yeah. I, I, I prefer them as ghosts. Mainly just in watching all the, the documentaries that I listed, and, uh, in addition to some others. I kind of got into it more recently. I, I read the Wikipedia page on ghost hunting a few times over. Sure, but and, I, uh, I, I was more talking about personal experiences. Oh, as far as actually encountering ghosts? I'd seen, you know, like orbs. I had seen, uh, you know, photographs where there was something in the background. And I became interested in it after those little encounters. And some people would try to say that they weren't real or that the orb was my neighbor walking around with a flashlight at night. But Does part of you suspect that the orb was your neighbor walking around with a flashlight at night? Because that's very specific. I don't think so, but that's what my dad said that it was. But I I think... Hypothetically, if it had been your neighbor walking around with a flashlight at night, what would would he have been doing? Uh, I assume looking around, (laughs) going for a walk at night, it gets dark, Josh. But always pointing his flashlight at your window specifically. It wasn't necessarily that I was that it was pointing its flashlight at me specifically. I just saw a light shining, and I thought maybe that's an orb. Well, definitely it's an orb, is what I said. So, how long have you been ghost hunting again? About 
six months, I'd say, that I've kind of been getting more into the nitty-gritty of it. Okay, so what were you doing before that? Well, still am part-time, but I was working at Office Depot selling office supplies. And is that something that you're interested in as well, or is that just something to pay the bills? I was interested in that as well. I like learning all the different ways you can fasten paper together, whether it's staples or paper clips Mm -hmm. or binder clips. Or uh-huh. there's like so many different let's, options. Let's try and get ten. The tiny, those little tiny, tiny paper clips, like those small. There's a small one. There's varying sizes of them. There's the kind that have like rubber around them, so they stick better. Probably if you're in a rush and you just have a rubber band, you could just slap that on to a stack of papers. Sure, I'll accept um, it. Also, just folding over the edge, like if you have like four to five pages, fold over the edge of the top. A lot of people don't know that. You don't even have to pay for a fastener. But, uh, you well, sure, you don't over. tell people that at Office Depot, I, though, because then you have a job. Please don't tell my boss. Have you ever seen those little, t- li- the little teeny tiny paper clips? And then <laughs> I, there's. I like mean, I've seen small paper clips, sizes. but I, I don't know what you have in your head. The ones that would just hold like two pages that kind of, they don't ha- hold any purpose, but they're just so cute. I keep a bunch of them kind of just like on my nightstand just because they're so mm-hmm. small. For when you need to hold two pieces of paper together. Sometimes you have a really short contract or a short story that you've written. Do you write send short stories? Me. Sometimes I write short stories about marrying the two fields that I love, office supplies and, and ghosts. I mean, I'd say it's kind of like romance novel meets sort of like thriller meets office supplies. So, so like an erotic thriller? Kind of. Oh. You never know what you can do with all these office supplies. And a ghost. And a ghost, exactly. You are two steps ahead of me. What do you, hang on. Are you are you saying that you haven't thought of putting a ghost into the story yet? No, I, I've thought about it. I just hadn't put one in quite yet, but in the next one there will be, I'm sure. So really, it. really at the moment it's just an office supplies-based <laughs> story. Yeah, is there something wrong with that? No, not at all. I'm just trying to pin down your... My my interests. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I literally, like I said, I'm, I'm very interested in fastening paper together and mm. ghosts as well. So the next installment of the series, I'll marry the two together. Where have you been ghost hunting? I live in, in Costa Mesa, California, which is in Southern California. And I, you know, just kind of all around that area, like my neighborhood. Uh, so, so you haven't been too far yet? It's a pretty big neighborhood. I don't know if you've ever there been there are, before. Are there a lot of it's, haunted it's buildings there? Yeah, I'd say, I mean, it's a suburban area. There's mainly just, uh, like, it's residential. But if you've ever seen the documentary Paranormal Activity, it takes yeah. place in just a residential community that just looks normal, built probably in the 80s or the 90s, I mean, you know? I mean, I and think I'm just I think trying it's a, to... It's a testament to the creative ability of the uh, team behind the fictional film Paranormal Activity that it, that it, they managed to convince you that it was real. I'm sorry, I'm confused about what you mean about fictional. Yet again, Paranormal Activity, uh, Terry, is uh, not a documentary. I know earlier we said we were going to just agree to disagree, but it's you just keep on well, sure, but I'm, I'm just, I just bringing up like, all the disagreements that you have with me. I just feel like you could learn it hurts from... a little bit. Listen up, Josh. I've read the Wikipedia page about Paranormal Activity and ghost hunting at least six to eight times. Twice Very seems a bit best. too much. I've invested a lot of my time in my new venture. Uh, so I just feel like well, you do maybe, see, you you should, do maybe you should leave it to the experts, Josh. All right. So, uh, well, tell me then about ghosts themselves. Are there different types of ghosts? Yeah, there's a few. There's a few different types. The the regular ones, the nice, you know, like the Caspery type ghosts. Sometimes there's orbs, which is just like a little beam of light. It just 
bouncing around, and those ones are actually really cute. I've seen one so far. As far as I understand, a ghost is something left behind by a person that died. It's like an image of them. Yeah. So like what isn't what, what did an orb used to be? I think it's based off of whatever experience they had in their life. Sure, maybe if they played ball games. Yeah, a baseball star maybe would turn into an orb, and they can just fly around in their baseball stadium for the rest of their life, and they're just everyone's just like, oh, it's just the lights at the stadium, and he's like, no, I'm a ghost, actually, an orb. Oh, that's beautiful to think that baseball stadiums are full of the souls of baseball they players. They are. So have you ever been to a baseball game, Josh? I, I haven't, actually, no. Gotcha. If you sit up kind of higher up in a baseball stadium, it's filled, it's riddled with just, like, bugs flying at all the lights. It is quite unbearable. It's Orb City. Depending. Yeah, it, it's Orb City. It's uh, full of all of the orbs and the moths that are drawn towards them. I mean, they, well, well, they say that some animals, cats and things, have a better connection to I suppose what you'd call the spirit world. Um, sometimes, I mean, sometimes if a, a person passes and their their animal can stay connected with their orb or their ghost self, that's my sure. next venture is to just get a bunch of dogs and uh, mm. hunt some ghosts. Sounds very much like a traditional hunt if you have dogs with you. Probably once we find the ghosts, we're not going to do anything bad. We just want to hang out. Well, that's a good question. Dogs. When you do find a ghost, what do uh -huh. you do? So, I mean, it, I, I haven't fully actually found one quite yet. I just kind of, I, I bought some equipment recently to do it. Um, I found some equipment on eBay and on Amazon.com that I can kind of use to communicate. But are you telling me that you haven't yet encountered a ghost? I've encountered them in the documentaries that I've watched. I've encountered them in let, the orbs that I've seen let's across say the for street now that at my neighbor's house. Count. Okay. Then, I mean, I just don't want to poo-poo all of the work that I've done and say no, but I'm working on it. Let's just say I'm working on it, Josh. Okay. We will not poo-poo at this juncture. Thank you. So you've talked about friendly ghosts and orbs. What about malevolent spirits? Honestly, they scare the shit out of me. The shit out of me. Oh, Wow, okay. Um, I would prefer... <laughs> Do you think that, my... that ghost hunting is the best path for you, then? I mean, my main goal in this is to basically to meet a Casper-type ghost or Casper himself with my pack of dogs, and, and then we'll all just hang out. Uh, so you just want to be make friends with a ghost? They're just so wise. They've already been through a lifetime here. They Cas know... Casper was particularly so... wise? Casper, <laughs> Casper was... Casper was so wise. He was young, mm. but I wouldn't say that that demeans his uh, ability to be wise in any way. There was so much Casper never got to experience. This is true, but he's also experienced so much as a ghost, too. But he, I mean, he died He died as a child. He never got to go through any adult processes. And he, just a child but forever. He's had to be... He's been bullied by other ghosts for sure. his whole ghost life. He's had to escape many a vacuum. That must be terrifying, I would think. And then once so the you have sympathy for <laughs> you're about to bring up Roombas. I mean, I just feel like that is such a terrifying thing for a ghost to see. If you're going to get sucked up by a vacuum, and now there's a vacuum that's just constantly roaming the house, and it's like you can never take a nap. Mm. Do ghosts down. take naps? They do. Do they need to I lie down to do it, or do they just sort of float there? Um, generally they lie down on the floor and see, that's the thing is that Roombas are in charge of everything on the floor and <laughs> mastering the whole house, roaming the whole house. Are you giving Roombas a lot of power here? 
I feel like you're not giving them enough power. Okay, so um, I mean, I was going to, I was going to ask yes. you if you could share some stories from your investigations, like something, something crazy. I'm trying to think about all my, all my stories. I mean, there was another home that I went into, and you could hear some. It was something was making a sound upstairs, and it was so scary. It was, it was my home actually. I was watching one of the documentaries. I was watching Paranormal Activity Two. Just to f- refresh in my memory, and I uh, I went upstairs. I heard the sound. I heard a door closing. I heard the sound of um, crying. And I got up there, mm-hmm. and I had to turn all the lights on because I'm scared of the dark. When I got in there, I realized that it was just Paranormal Activity One was playing upstairs in my bedroom, and I forgot that I left it on. So that that was my encounter. Honestly, I couldn't. I, like, I haven't have, slept normally. I do normally have since. to say, and I'm not yeah. trying to be skeptical. Okay, doesn't sound like anything to do with a ghost. I mean, there are ghosts in the film, though. Sure, but so yeah, I mean, so it's within the, the story. You volunteered the information that you had left the film on upstairs. Sure. I mean, I, I just feel like you're being really skeptical. And well, sure, but I'm wondering if you if you can relate to me what about the story is supernatural. Many ghosts were involved in the story, Josh. I think it's time we take a look at the equipment you've got with you, um, because I see you've got a bag. Yeah, so I brought with me, um, it's, it's equipment, it's called a ghost box. It's basically a radio, just constantly scans to try to find the proper frequency where you can uh, actually get in contact with a ghost. So you're saying that any standard radio could pick up signals from a ghost? Not necessarily. It has to be a radio that would constantly be scanning and tuning, and it, it's, it's a little bit more involved than what you're making it out to be, and okay. you just sound really skeptical in your voice right now. I'm, I'm not me. I'm, it's a little I'm, bit off-putting, sorry, to I'm be honest. Not but to be. It's pretty much a radio, but it is technically it's also a ghost box, so it's, it's like a two-for-one deal from Radio Shack. Well, I, I suppose. I mean, I suppose it's, if if you can, if you, if you want to try with the radio, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how sure. old this building is. Yeah, no, I can definitely. I can uh, hang on. Let me just uh, uh, plug it in really quick. So All right, I, so. I, I mean, I can see the dial spinning. It's so it's it's now scanning for a ghost. Yeah, so it'll basically scan all the frequencies, mm-hmm. and, and if there is a ghost in the room, scan to the proper frequencies, and sometimes it'll even skip around and find the right ones that it can actually communicate with us on. Well, sure. I mean, I doubt there will be anything, because I think this building, I don't think this building's very old. Um, I mean, people die all the time. Maybe well, somebody is, died of a people. stapler attack, mm-hmm. or I don't know. like a, As far as I know, nobody has died of a stapler attack in this building. Have you read the whole history of your building? Very good point. I have not done. Just a skeptic in my midst that I have to always deal with. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm being so skeptical. My dad has always been a skeptic, so it's like he doesn't believe in ghosts. He doesn't believe in office supplies. Yes. When you say your dad doesn't believe in office supplies, he believes they exist. He doesn't see the merit in them, and he also doesn't believe that they exist. He thinks that I'm making up the stories when I come home at, after work. I mean, just surely show him a, a, a paperclip. I mean, he's seen the miniature ones I keep by my bed, but he doesn't believe there's, like, large binder clips or, like, miniature binder clips. <laughs> I mean, your dad seems skeptical beyond <laughs> rationality there. Believe you me, Josh, he is skeptical even more so with my ghost it's uh it's it's been something that I've had to go through in my life, but much like Casper, I will overcome. Um so let's see. I mean maybe let me just see if I can uh, do anything else to try to feel like 
we got to get something on. Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't sort of. I mean, I don't think they're. I don't know how long you genuinely wait, but. Um, I mean, we could like light a candle, maybe. We're not allowed to have fire in here. That we had trouble with that before. What else can I think of? We could turn the lights off, and we could like make it spookier. I mean, okay. Well, yep. Well, um. And like just... maybe some sounds, like ghost sounds. Do you want to do some ghost sounds with me? I don't. I mean, I don't know what a ghost sounds like. Just kind of like the ooh. It's like it helps with the ghost box in terms of uh. Okay. All right. Calling the ghost forward. <clears throat> All right. Um. Ready? Do you want me to go or? Uh. Yeah. Okay. Like we could do it in three, two, one. Ooh. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't do it with me. <laughs> I was turning the dials. I. I. Sorry. I forgot. Oh, I <laughs> Hang on, let's do it. Let me turn the dials, okay. and we'll do it at the same time. Okay. Ready? Right, Three, yeah, I'm ready. two, one. Ooh. <laughs> you can't do a countdown and then immediately become distracted. Well, I'm trying to turn the dials to the right frequency for the ghosts. Okay, we'll do it this time. Ready? You you start, and I'll join in this time. All right, all right. Three, two. I don't know why you need to count yourself down. I mean, <laughs> I need to know when I'm going to start. <laughs> Okay. Three, two, one. Ooh. 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 Uh, oh, fine. my. Fine. God. Fine. Oh. It's like, you know, listen, it's like boo or whatever, you know. Boo, are you you're scared now? Holy Oh, my God. Listeners, I, I know you won't believe me, but why, but why... Assume as a ghost has just appeared in the studio here with me and Terry. I mean, you don't need to. You don't need to assume like I told you. You know, I, I you know, boo, boo. So you guys probably you're probably scared. You know, so I it ha- happens. I've gotten pretty good at it, so I can tell you guys are real scared. So um, it's like you don't have to assume hey, I'm here. Yeah, I'm, I'm in in awe. Ter- Terry, how do you feel right now? Honestly, I just want to know like what is your name? Um, you what seem is very your... calm. By the way, your age, sex, yeah. and location. Uh, my name is Steve. Please do not, please do not call me Steven. Like that was my dad's name. You know what's funny? Like he sold office supplies. No wow. fucking way. Yeah. No way. <laughs> he was really good. He was really good. Um, my sex, like I don't know, I don't know. Like I really don't want to be labeled as anything. I'm a, I'm a ghost, so. I don't think yeah. that's all that important. True. Uh, my location is like wherever the fuck I want to be because I'm I'm a ghost and you know like I can do that and I earned it. You know, like I've, I've done all sorts of like you know like like I remember at the beginning of this when you guys were real scared. Like that's ty- the type of thing I'll do. Okay, I have so many questions. You must too, Terry. Um, Steve, first of all, um, it's uh, it's it's Stephen. Actually, please don't don't call me Steve. Oh, so I. Sorry, I got it mixed up. Um, Stephen, okay. how long have you been here in this in this building? Well, this is like one of the like one of my main spots that I'll haunt. Uh, but I've been here the whole time. You guys have, and I was like, I was on my way to do something else, and honestly, I just I just started to feel bad about it, and I was See, like, Josh, I know. I told you somebody was here. I'm sorry, I was so skeptical. This is. It's just like you know, she she seems kind of nice, and I you know I think that maybe she's got a bright future in paper accessories, and I thought. I just want to, you know, maybe some encouragement would help. Thank you. Well, hang on. Are you you saying that you weren't brought forward by this machine that you... Uh, I wouldn't say... I wouldn't just say flat out no to that, Josh. You know, I I try to be like a nice guy, you know. So I'll just say, like, 
I guess if you guys weren't here, I probably wouldn't have stopped by. So, uh, oh, See, hold on. So, hold, hold on, I'm getting a call. Um, no, I can't. I can't haunt there tonight. Yeah, this girl, she's she's absolutely insane. <laughs> we we can hear you, Steven. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. I, I um, I'm no, that there. was uh, that was that was somebody that was somebody else. I was uh, earlier. I saw earlier there was somebody else I was talking to. So that's just disregard that. Steven, can I ask you a question while you're here? Uh, sure. Are you related to Casper? Do you know Casper? Can you put me in contact with Casper? Honestly, like in the ghost community, he's kind of just. Uh, I mean, I don't know how to else to say. It. He's just a real piece of shit, honestly. Like the move, like the the documentaries and stuff. They're not, they're not true. Like one, uh, yeah, I was yeah. getting married to my my ghost wife Sheila. Yeah. And she and he came up and uh, we were you know like we said we were getting married and he he pantsed me and he showed everyone my ghost penis and I think it's fine and my wife does but apparently a lot of people thought it was funny so. Uh, he's actually a prick, which is not, you know. And so you could say he himself is a ghost penis. I, you know, some people would say some people would say that he look, you know, he kind of looks like that. And not we don't all we don't all look like that. Like some of us look well. Normal. Okay, I'm, I'm starting to see why some people laugh. Here. Sure. If you think Casper looks like a penis, because he very much doesn't, Stephen. <laughs> well, he does. Well, he does. Have okay. you seen every penis, Josh? How would you know that it doesn't look like someone's? Maybe someone's looks like a sheet was draped over a small boy. Can we not agree that Casper the Friendly Ghost does not look like a traditional penis? Well, I'm, okay, we're get we're traditional. Speaking, uh, right, what we're speaking about is... <laughs> I do, I do want to get traditional. It's a more non-traditional penis, that's what we're speaking about. Well, it's good that you're unique. Listen, well, enough for... about your penis, there are many more important questions. First of all, I am new to the concept that ghosts are real. I know Terry believed before, but I did not up until this point. Um, how do, how does it work? What what is it like to be a ghost? So there's like a schedule that like the head ghost puts out, and like so that's where we go. That's where we know to like haunt. It's kind of like a it's it's a lot like a job. So like you know when a lot of people they think that when they die they're gonna go to heaven or they're gonna go to hell and they're gonna have like all sorts of weird biblical shit to do, but honestly, it's like you just have to get back to work. And So everyone kind of... becomes a ghost when they die. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I met your, your great-grandpa. He actually, he's the one who has a penis that looks like Casper. <laughs> Why would my... <laughs> Why would my ghostly great-grandfather have shown you his penis? <laughs> Stephen, why would my <laughs> first off? It's it's Steve, by the way. So just met, you know. Are you, I mean, Terry, I feel like you can confirm that he keeps changing it. I mean, everything that I've ever said to you, you don't you don't accept. You have some sort of objection. So I'm gonna go with Steve on this one. I mean, there's behind there's behind the scenes footage of them filming Ghostbusters, Terry. Back to the uh, your great grandfather's penis, which I saw, and I could vividly describe. I well, just want to say. Well, I just want to say at this point, I don't want to discuss this too much. Sure, which is fine. I mean, if that makes you uncomfortable, that's fine too. I'm just I, saying, let's not settle on this. Well, we don't like wear clothes. We don't like. We don't have that shame anymore. You know, we don't have that shame of. We can see very clearly that you're not wearing clothes. And you know, I see. I'm so comfortable with it that I forget. I thought that maybe just for the closeness of this, of this interview, I would be on your lap for it. And I appreciate you just going with that flow. 
I mean, I hadn't really thought about it up until this point, I suppose. Um, I have many, many questions for Stephen, but uh, of all of the documentaries I named, I mean, there's like Paranormal Activity 2, the trailer for The Conjuring, there's Beetlejuice, Ghostbusters. What's most like true to your experience? I would say the most true to my experience, it's probably Paranormal Activity 6. Now, I, I don't know if you've seen that one yet. They're, I haven't yet. You can buy it on Amazon.com, like their website, okay. not just like regular Amazon. Amazon.com, you've got to go on there. Yeah. The, uh, w- the dot, the dot, and it's the sixth one. And in this one, the the like the ghosts actually, like you can see their penises, and that's how you know that Terry, it's very... Did you expect there to be as much focus on penises? Not quite. Because there's a lot of focus but on I'm penises. Op- I'm open to it. Maybe it will help out with your erotic ghost fiction. Honestly, I'm the whole story is now written in my head. It's I would love to be um, like a co-writer with you. Like I don't have Absolutely. like hands or a pen necessarily. Remember, I'm a ghost. Like you guys are getting pretty comfortable with me, but I, I you know, I'm a, remember that I'm a I ghost. I feel like if there's an opportunity for a paranormal investigator and a ghost to co-write a book, yes, there definitely are. Would be- more immediate subjects than an erotic office (laughs) supplies based thriller josh i just feel like you don't understand the passions that i have in my life and so many people use office supplies daily so many people know somebody who's died and they're wondering if they're if they're a ghost now i just feel like this work i mean the the second one is definitely more relatable than the first to intersect the two, maybe there's somebody who uses office supplies who doesn't care about ghosts, and we're going to reach those people as well. Yeah, I think a lot of people will probably be concerned about the afterlife, and they'll want to know a lot of that stuff. But honestly, like, I've been I've been dead for, like, 200 years, so they can fucking relax. That's something I'm very excited to hear about. You've sure. been dead for 200 years. You've seen the last 200 years of... of- of office supplies? No, right, I was going to say. Nope. The evolution of office supplies. Nope, just humanity. Well, oh, humanity. Yes, of mm. course. Well, that too. Okay, so 200 years. So you were alive at the beginning of the uh, 19th century? I was born in 1821. And at what age did you die? I was actually 42 years old when I died. Okay, so you died in 1860, uh, 1863? That's correct. People really want to hear exact dates. Yeah, this is the part, the first ghost contact that probably a lot of people have heard, is they're going to want to know, when was this guy guy born? Hopefully it was 1821, when Alexander Island was discovered by Fabian Gottlieb von Bellingshausen. Now, hang on. There's something to unpack. The the question is a complex one, but I feel like it can be encompassed just by me saying what? You know, the largest island in Antarctica, and obviously everyone knows, was famously discovered in 1821 by Fabian Gottlieb von Bellinghausen. I feel like it's the most important part of 1821. From the year of your birth, though, so you were a, yeah. an infant at that point. Would you like me to expand on that? So I would like to know something about your life in the 1800s, Stephen. Oh, okay. Um, I was the first person, and this is, you know, you can look this up that i'm the first person mm-hmm. to ever say the word hello oh my <laughs> yeah before that time people would just say sup dipshit and i was like that's <laughs> inappropriate not everyone is a dipshit we need something else steven i'm, I'm well, not sure i entirely trust you i think i think maybe you're a bit of a mischievous spirit i mean that's you projecting on me which as terry knows is you know it seems to be a lot of what you what you do here so steven you live yes sir 
Thank you. You lived through the first half of the 19th century. What was your life like? I lived in, um, there's an island. It's in Antarctica. It's the largest one. And it was discovered in 1821. I don't know if we talked about that yet. We, uh, we um, touched on it. Yeah, but I lived on that. And so mainly it was cold. And honestly, not a lot of people know this. It's one of the coldest places in the world. I think people who know about Antarctica know that. Well, then name me one of the, one of their main exports from Antarctica. Nothing. No, the answer is a bunch of bullshit ice. That's the answer. But a lot of people don't know that. Like, we actually send our ice. When you go to, like, the gas station you buy, and you buy ice, they don't make that there. That's imported from Antarctica. And that was our... I feel like it isn't. That was our family business. So I, I know. Your family business. Yes, we were in the ice making industry. The ice and the export of ice from Antarctica. Very specifically, the best ice in the world. What makes it the best ice in the world? Honestly, when when you look at ice, what well, there's a few things you want to look for. Is it frozen water? That's mm-hmm. like one of the first things you want to look at. And the I mean, second some, thing, some some would say if you look at ice and it's not frozen water, you're not looking at ice. I mean, I just feel like Josh is just projecting. I've heard that the the ice from Antarctica <laughs> is colder. I mean, I don't know if Josh has ever gotten the ice from the gas station in the States, but the Antarctica ice is, is much colder. It is the coldest ice in the world. Um, maybe, again, you don't you don't really know, so you can't be sure. But uh, I definitely did not put my feet on any of the ice that's sold. Odd thing to mention, especially sure. since it didn't happen. Yeah, well, it's it's a let's mention in the bottom of all the bags. It's not touched by feet. And well, uh, I mean, it's, it two, against, it's our, two against one. It is odd that our our logo is just a pair that looks exactly like my feet. That is peculiar. I'll give you that. What brand of uh, ice is this? Well, we called it uh, Fabian Gottlieb von Bellinghausen ice. Are you familiar with that one, Terry? Yeah, I mean, they sell it at the Chevron right up right up the street from me. We call it feet being because there's just like a little picture of feet right on the bag. Uh, but it's it's much colder. They keep it in the same freezer, and somehow it just remains colder it, than the it's other a good ice. ice. Of all of the ice. Terry, top three ices right now. Go. <laughs> Let's see. Fabian Gottlieb, Ben, and then probably my freezer. And then, you know, bonus ice, uh, the one from the bar down the street. The particular brand is is not is escaping me. Okay, so we've got in, re- in reverse order your top four yeah. ices. The one from the bar down the street, yep. unnamed. Three, your own freezer, which... <laughs> But you just pour water into it. Sometimes ice just forms, and I just chip it right into a glass. Number two was, and I might get this wrong, but... <laughs> I mean, it's the second best ice, if that's what you're asking. And number one was uh, Stephen's family's ice, uh, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, I've been... A, it's, it's a crazy that I'm actually meeting somebody related to the family of this ice I've been using for forever. The Von Bellinghausens. Of course, yes. I really. heard you say it earlier, so I, I mean, I wasn't too concerned, but I just wanted to yeah. point I that back need, out to you. I didn't need to say it again because I said it before, so sure. uh, earlier on. So, Stephen, we've heard about your life. How did you die? Well, what happened was I was in the ice factory, of course, where we make the ice. Do you need to make it, ice at Antarctica? Yeah, like you still have to, like I made the cubes like individually and it seemed like a really painstaking process, but I think it really pays off. And so, yeah, I like carved them myself with my friend Mikhail and sure. Mikhail and I, we, you know, we we're always getting into trouble together at the, at the ice factory. Couple of lads. We'd seen pictures of our ancient ancestors having like ice. They, they were throwing like, it looked like snowballs at each other, but we thought, you know, wouldn't it be way more hardcore if, we did it with ice balls. And what happened, now you might not see this coming, is Mikhail straight up murdered me. I mean, I did see that coming. Um, 
No, it had nothing to do with ice balls. He stabbed me in the heart. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're not friends anymore? No. Am Steve... I to understand that Mikhail is like 240 years old? Yes, that is that is correct. Um, is what's his, is he like doing like a juice cleanse? Is he coconut oil? No, that's a good I question because also... I had assumed that Mikhail had died. Yeah, like he's 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 dead too. Terry, he is not. Like I thought you assumed that Mikhail is living. He is not. Well, we didn't hear the rest of Mikhail's story. Mikhail, he is not. I just assume. No, he's not with us anymore. So hang on. Any any, Terry, any story you hear from history where the death of that person isn't detailed, you assume that they are still alive today. Yeah. So, I don't want to assume I haven't read about the actual death of the person mm-hmm. in question. I Yes. Terry, obviously for you, this is a huge moment. This is monumental. It's the first time you've seen a ghost. To meet the ghost that makes the ice. So I put in all my beverages. I appreciate that. And I think if Mikhail were here, I think you guys would enjoy a nice ice ball fight together. To be honest oh with you. Oh, my gosh. You seem, pretty, you seem pretty chill. And now, like, one of the things you're probably going to worry about is him murdering you, but he won't do it with the ice ball, so just don't worry about that. I mean, does that comfort you? It, it does. I mean, I, I was worried for a moment when he said that Mikhail might show up. What can if he ghost, showed up can ghosts go anywhere in the world? They can. There's, like, a tube, um, and essentially what we can do is we can shoot through that thing and come out wherever we want in the world. And one oh. of the worst parts about it is it's actually the uh, it's a toilet system we didn't build our own we just use your guys you travel in the so, like, sewers that's what you said we go nah, well you know that's probably not a really glamorous way to put it but we come up through your shitters or oh, the glamour from that is or the loo as josh might say and we'll, but we'll wait for you to finish pooping most of the time so you don't want to come up to that do you no i got stuck in one guy's intestines for like three days here's my question though if mikhail yeah. is murderous sure and can go anywhere in the world anytime mm-hmm. he must not be able to kill humans because otherwise people would just be randomly dying everywhere no he he can't do that anymore ghosts, oddly enough ghosts can't harm people no not really i think we can only um like i said when i first showed up i believe that we can deliver some encouragement uh secondarily we can make sure if you have any questions about other people's dicks we can we can tell you about that if they're alive or dead we can see and then thirdly if you have any questions about uh ice balls i definitely i'm probably like that's a more to you Ghosts. But that's me specifically, but like, hmm. so like ghosts in general, like those top two are probably more, like that third one you can buy. I, I, I would prefer to think of it as just one. Is it the second one? Is it the is it the penis thing? Because yeah. when most most people I talk to, that's the thing that they're hung up on. Most people, when <laughs> when faced with a ghost, want to talk about penises. You what's would not. What places so. are you going, Stephen? This last place I was at was just it, oddly enough, it was just called Balls. But they weren't ice ones. No, I shouldn't have gone. You know what? I think that maybe. I think maybe if I don't want to see balls, I shouldn't go to a place called Balls. Terry, you've just learned that ghosts can't hurt you, so. There's no reason to be afraid of them anymore. Sometimes they they sneak up on you still, though, and that, no, still that's just as scary as mm. the dark or murder. Well, Terry, I want to thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, I mean, for my first actual encounter, I'd say I learned a lot about ice, mm-hmm. about penises, and office supplies as well, you know? You really learn anything new about office supplies? Steve was trying to tell us a little bit about the evolution of office supplies. Uh, you kind of cut him off at a certain point, but... Okay, well, I mean, you can discuss that after. We can discuss it now. Steve, tell us some more about the history of office supplies. So one day, 
Johnny Staples. Okay, not was, a real person. Was out in hey. the field. He came across, it, it, like, an actual staple that was made already. And he's like, fuck, I just invented this. And he stole it. The guy's name who we stole it from was actually Stephen. Stephen Staples? Not to be confused with Steve, which is me. Oh, so the guy's you. name is Steve. No, this is a different Stephen. In the history of the world, there have been maybe eight Stevens. I think so. I could name more than that off the top of my head. Yeah, well, you're a real fucker. Terry, thank you very much for coming here. I hope this has been a worthwhile experience for you. Met your first ghost. Yeah, it's so nice to meet you, Steven. Nope, no problem at all. I'm glad that I could help in whatever way I can. Please don't ever call me. Steven, Steve, however you're going by. Yes, sir. In this particular minute. Mm-hmm. Thank you for showing up and possibly making this one of the most important recordings of all time. Well, that's you if, are. That, I mean, that's if you're on the record. Oh, I didn't think of that, Terry. What if, he's, what if his ghost voice won't record? People are going to be so confused about what we're talking about. Honestly, you could probably just fill it with, like, 30 minutes of somebody just saying the word penis louder and louder, and it'd be similar. Honestly, Steve, I think, I think we could. <laughs> we have... <laughs> Found the answer. Well, I, I hope that you're on the recording and that people can learn about the ways of the spirit world and also not think that I'm crazy. I don't think they will, and I, I appreciate the opportunity. And I mean, if, like... if this is one of your regular haunts, you're welcome to come by another time. Oh. Um, I'm sure there's so much more to learn about the world of ghosts. Well, yeah, like I, meant, like I mentioned before, this is one of my regular haunts, and we, we kind of talked about it, which is why I thought it was weird that you were hanging out in the basement of balls, but here we are, so I appreciate that. I appreciate you coming to my part of town. I just want to say to the listeners, the studio is not in the basement of balls. I beg to differ. Terry. Terry. Still on, guys. (laughs) Oh, Terry. (laughs) (laughs) Terry. (laughs) I'm going to warn you now, this background music... It originally recorded as an intro for another episode, and the violin sound on is so annoying that I couldn't use it. But I am using it here because I needed some music to put over this bit, and I couldn't be asked recording a new bit. This was a really fun one to make. We recorded the longest yet. It was about an hour and a half, um, and we had a lot of fun doing it. So I want to thank Marin Hubka and Dan Jankowski for being wonderful, and I want to thank you for being wonderful. Do something nice for yourself. Bye-bye.